From down under to down south, follow the adventures of an Australian family who packed up and moved to the other side of the world to follow a dream of making a life in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm your host, Aussie Mike, and together with Bicky, Bowie, and Bree Bree, we will share our daily craziness in an attempt to warn you or inspire you to make this transcontinental move. It's a big good day and welcome to another episode of From Down Under to Down South, Aussie Mike in the chair and today we will take a look at January the 26th which is Australia Day. What's it like to be an Aussie on the other side of the world when our national day comes around, things that expats get up to to celebrate and we'll touch on the perceived controversy of the date as well. All that and more, so stick around. Today's episode is brought to you by Soothe Your Soul with Nikki, helping spiritualists channel their higher self through guided meditation enlightenment workshops and subconscious mind exercises that help you master your intuition soothe your soul offer both in-person and distance reiki services energy clearing and workshops they also have an online store filled with powerful crystals candles and more designed to help you find your balance explore their great range of products and discover your inner peace with nikki's reiki collection head on over to soothyoursoul.biz and find your inner peace today The 26th of January is the official National Day of Australia. It originally marks the landing of the First Fleet in 1788 and the raising of the Union Jack by Arthur Phillip at Sydney Cove. It also marks the day in 1949 when the Nationality and Citizenship Act of 1948 came into effect, creating Australian citizenship for the first time. Prior to this day, Australian nationals were actually British subjects, along with other members of the Commonwealth. But from this day onward they became Australian citizens. The holiday is marked by the presentation of the Australian of the Year Awards on Australia Day Eve, which just so happens to be my birthday, announcement of the Australia Day Honours List and addresses from the Governor-General and the Prime Minister. It is an official public holiday in every state and territory. With community festivals, concerts and citizenship ceremonies, the day is celebrated in large and small communities and cities around the nation. Australia Day has become the biggest annual civic event in Australia. The meaning and significance of Australia Day has evolved since the first records of celebration in 1808, with contested views on the day existing since at least 1888. Previously, the states celebrated different days that acknowledged their founding, such as Regatta Day in Tasmania, Queensland Day in Queensland, or Foundation Day in Western Australia, and the celebration of the first anniversary day or Foundation Day by New South Wales in 1818, was seen in a similar light. Following Federation in 1901, moves for a national holiday gained pace with the name Australia Day and the date of 26 January finally selected in 1935, with a public holiday at or around that date in all states by 1940. The first prominent protest also occurred around this time in 1938, with the first Day of Mourning held by the Australian Aborigines League. In 1988, the date was fixed in all jurisdictions on 26 January, when the practice by some states of holding the holiday on a Friday in late January for a long weekend was dropped. Since at least 1938, the date of Australia Day has also been a day of protest and of mourning the start of the British colonisation of Australia, characterised as an invasion in which Indigenous Australians had the land that they had occupied for millennia forcibly removed. These groups observed 26 January as Invasion Day, Survival Day, or as a day of mourning, as a counter-observance to the National Day. Both some members of these groups and those outside of them have called for the date of Australia Day to be changed or the holiday to be abolished entirely. 
1988, the celebration of 200 years since the arrival of the First Fleet was organised on a large scale as the Australian Bicentenary, with many significant events taking place in all major cities. Over 2.5 million people attended the event in Sydney. These included street parties, concerts, including performances on the steps and forecourt of the Sydney Opera House, and at many other public venues. Art and literary competitions, historic reenactments, and the opening of the Powerhouse Museum at its new location in Sydney. A reenactment of the arrival of the First Fleet took place in Sydney Harbour, with ships that had sailed from Portsmouth in the UK a year earlier taking part. Since 1988, participation in Australia Day has increased, and in 1994, all states and territories began to celebrate a unified public holiday on 26 January, regardless of the day of the week, for the first time. On Australia Day, we celebrate all of the things that we love about Australia, land, the sense of a fair go, our lifestyle, democracy, the freedoms that we enjoy, but particularly our people. Australia Day is about acknowledging the contribution that every Australian makes for our contemporary and dynamic nation. From our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people who have been in Australia for more than 65,000 years, to those who have lived here for generations, to those who have only just come from all corners of the globe to call our wondrous country their home. The 26th of January is an important date in Australia's history, and it's evolved over time. It was a celebration of the emancipation of convicts, and today it's to acknowledge past wrongs and also show respect of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people's survival, resilience, and enduring culture. It is also a day that we pay respect to the stories, histories, and contributions of the Australians who lived, worked, and fought for the values and freedoms that we often take for granted. It is a day that we celebrate the diversity of this nation's people. With our various cultures, traditions, and belief systems, Australia is a melting pot of the globe. We have so many people that come to Australia from all parts of the globe, and it is the favorite thing that I love about our country. The fact that we can go out and celebrate with each other, whether you're from India, whether you're from South Africa, from the UK, whether you're from Brazil, Australians come from all walks of life. Australia Day continues to be hugely popular with three in four Australians believing it has a bigger meaning beyond just being a day off. More than half of all Australians participate in Australia Day attending events organised by state governments, local councils, community groups, or getting together with family and friends. In addition, over 16,000 new Australians become citizens on Australia Day. And I know this has been something that's become more and more controversial as well, where local governments or local councils are now starting to reject having people become Australian citizens on Australia Day. Personally, I think it's a shame. If I was to ever become a US citizen, I would want to do it on the 4th of July. And likewise, if I had to become an Australian citizen, I could think of nothing better than becoming an Australian on Australia Day. I mean, it's just that perfect sense of synergy there. Australia Day is in the middle of summer back home, but here in the US, it's obviously winter, and our traditional backyard barbies with sausages or seafood are replaced by cold weather activities. We've become pretty good at making homemade sausage rolls, and I know Bicky does a great job now on pavlovas. Uh, This year, we've been following all of the controversy back home around the day. Big chain stores like Woolies refusing to stock Australian merchandise. The Australian cricket team captain also getting embroiled with controversial statements. We are members of the Australians in America Facebook page, and it's been interesting to follow along with the arguments on there over the years of the fours and against sides of celebrating our heritage. 
If you are about to move to the US or you're currently living here and you didn't know that it existed, I highly recommend become a member of Australians in America Facebook page. There's always answers to your questions, the chance to meet up with Aussies in your town or just to get on there and have a whinge about the differences between Australia and America, maybe have a bit of a whinge about the coffee as well. There's also a great place for sharing recipes for things. In fact, I just looked on there this morning and I saw someone sharing a recipe for vanilla slices, which I'm off to go and check out myself a little bit later. It's also through that page that we learn about JJ Wolfpie, who is an Aussie that lives in California, who makes and ships sausage rolls and meat pies all across the US. For us, we also go down to Atlanta and we spend time at the Australian Bakery down in Marietta. And it's a great place to head off for Australia Day as well. They have a great selection of Aussie bakery food like lamingtons, vanilla slices, a whole different range of meat pies, chicken curry pies down there as well. I know they also stock things like Vegemite and custard powder. A little bit more expensive, but hey, if you're in need, get in there and check it out, particularly if you are in Atlanta. I think personally, as an expat, it's the food from back home that is what I really miss, but it's also the sound of the Australian bush. You know, it's the sound of the birds that they make. It's hearing that accent when you walk into a store, just that good day, mate, just things that you miss on a daily basis that you don't give here. It's by cooking, I think, that what we miss, that's really the way that we celebrate Australia Day. You know, I used to love sharing Australian food here at work, getting people to try Vegemite or, you know, seeing their reaction as they taste it for the first time or taking in homemade sausage rolls. Australian chocolates, because Australian chocolates taste so different to what it does in the States. You know, things like picnics and cherry ripes and Australian Cadbury's chocolates are so sharing that with people here as well. For us, Australia Day is a time when we probably really feel the most homesick as well. You know, living in Canberra, which is Australia's capital, we would often go for Australia Day celebrations down on the lake, boat races, community barbecues, the Australian of the Year Awards, concerts and fireworks, typically beautiful Aussie summer's day for Australia Day. That combined with everyone having a great time celebrating the amazing country that we're from and happy to be a part of. You know, I really look forward to being back home where we can join in those celebrations again. I just find it's always been a really special day. The controversy around Australia Day stems from claims that the date in January is nothing but an anniversary of the colonial dispossession of the Indigenous population. It is seen as a day that commemorates the massacres and treatment of the Aboriginals. So the first fleet, what was the first fleet? It was 11 ships that sailed from the UK to Australia, carrying the first group of convicts as well as soldiers, their families and free settlers as well. The fleet's primary purpose was to establish a penal colony in Australia, which at the time was actually called New Holland. This was in part due to the loss of the American colonies in 1783. And I've also heard rumours that the English were actually a little bit concerned that the Americans might get their hands on Australia as well. So can you imagine how different Australia would be right now if we were settled by different countries rather than just the UK? You know, if we were settled by the Dutch and by the Spanish and by the Chinese and by the Americans as well. Who knows just how different we could be. The prisoners that were transported, they were convicted of crimes as petty as stealing a loaf of bread, punished by being sent to the other side of the world to this massive land which they knew nothing about, sent to the other side of the world just for stealing a loaf of bread. One of the things that really had an effect on the indigenous population was that that settlement brought with it diseases such as smallpox, which contributed to a huge decline in the indigenous population. There were hundreds of thousands of aboriginals that were killed by diseases that were not native to Australia. Nowadays, the Aboriginal population of Australia totals about 3.8% of the country's population. There's approximately 980,000 Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders there. 
The controversy of the day really comes back to reconciliation, I think, as well. And reconciliation is a process that officially started in 1991, and it led to the National Apology, which was made in 2008 by the Prime Minister. At that time, it was an act that was seen as bringing all Australians closer together. I think as time has gone on, it's probably led to even more divisiveness. In 2023, there was a referendum that was held in Australia for the politically charged Australian Indigenous voice. Voters were asked to approve an alteration to the Australian Constitution that would recognise Indigenous Australians in the document, but also create a body separate to Parliament, which was called The Voice. The proposal was rejected unanimously by all states and territories, apart from the Australian Capital Territory, which is where Canberra is. It was the only territory in Australia to actually vote yes to The Voice. The divisiveness in Australia continues and is particularly noticeable on Australia Day. Personally, I would question the motive of many of those protesting who do appear to be the same people that protest against any democratic cause that comes along. Check out a website that's called Crowds on Demand, who organize rallies and get media attention for various causes. Paid protesters, it's a real thing. It's occurring in Australia as it is across the US, in London and other places across Europe as well. For many of these protesters, it's not just about changing the date, but it's about abolishing Australia Day altogether, calling for the downfall of the colony, destroying monuments and burning flags. A united Australia for all people is far from their agendas, and it is more so in their interest to divide and create anarchy. There was a time when saying Happy Australia Day wasn't a controversial thing to say. These days, the same goes for Merry Christmas and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. My view is that everyone should be free to celebrate just as they are free to be offended because that's the beauty of Australia and the Australian way of life. We celebrate Australia as expats here on the other side of the world, wishing that we could be back home with all of you, thinking just how lucky that we were to be born in one of the greatest places on the earth. Happy Australia Day, everyone. We'll catch you again on From Down Under to Down South.